listening to the Heavy Checklist Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Heavy Checklist Podcast. Now, we're doing something new because obviously you can see me. Normally, we don't do a video for the podcast. It's always been audio with my best friend, Marcus Wing, over here. Uh, but we're trying to expand. We're trying to grow. And obviously, it's been a while since we've seen you. And it's been a while since you've heard from us. So we are kicking the podcast back off with a bang with video on YouTube, audio on all podcast platforms. We've got the gang together. And we have today probably... One of the most special guests we've ever had, probably the most special guest, because this is somebody who has uh, helped me personally a lot. Uh, she's a uh, man. I, I don't even know how to explain our guest. This uh, our guest. Her name is Andrea Carver. And the best way well, this is not the best way to describe her, but Andrea um, has a few titles, has a lot of titles. She is um, the one that I, that I like to say the most is she's an intuitive cranial sacral therapist. So she does cranial uh, therapy. We'll get into that in a minute because you probably have no idea what that is. Uh, she's a licensed massage therapist. She's an uh, energy worker. She's a meditation and yoga instructor. Um, Andrea is somebody who is just very, very good at helping us work through things that honestly some of us didn't even know we have. Uh, best way to explain it is every single one of us has stuff that we've been through. Big, small, and a lot of the times it seems you know meaningless and irrelevant but it turns out that all these different experiences in our lives have led us to bottle up experiences. And those experiences come in the form of trapped emotions and different energies that we carry with us. And we don't realize that pretty soon our suitcase full of energy gets pretty big and it starts to kind of overflow and it starts to affect us and we don't know why. And so we think it's work. We think it's our relationships. We think it's all these different things when really it's something completely unrelated. It could be, for example, for me. We found that uh, some of my stress today as a 36-year-old man came from my mom dropping me off at kindergarten when I was five or six. It's like, that's a, that's a weird thing to, to find out this, you know, late in my life. But that's why I want to talk to you guys, and that's why I want you to hear directly from Andrea, because she, I, basically, understand it this way. Every single one of you watching and listening to this will benefit drastically from what Andrea has to share today. It doesn't matter whether you think you have trauma or don't or need energy work or need any of this stuff. I promise you 100% of you, and I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. 100% of you needs to hear this and implement at least some form of this into your life today. So Andrea, how was that for an introduction? That was good. You feel good about it? Yeah, I feel really good about it. So Andrea, you have been doing energy work and this type of work, which it's so hard for me to generalize because it's so specific, but it's so broad. Right. Um, but you've been doing this for 30 years. Yes. Right. Yes. And what did you start out doing? Well, I just started out, I was really sick myself yeah. and had been to many doctors and couldn't get well. And I had three kids at the time. I have six now, but I couldn't get well. And someone introduced me to a cranial sacral therapist. And I realized I had all this trapped emotion in me that was making me sick that doctors couldn't find. But it was a lot of autoimmune stuff, which is fighting against the self. So I had all of these feelings in me, but I didn't know how to get rid of them. Yeah. And so it was just all trapped in there and it was affecting my health. Would you say that most people assume that any sort of ailment, disease, or problem they're experiencing is an external influence Always. rather than something that's internal? Yeah. And they just want to take a pill yeah. or a quick fix. And then, but then when you quit taking the pill, that it's still there. Yep. So feelings buried alive, never die. Yep. They, they feelings buried alive, never die. Yes, and that was from a book from Carol Truman. Wow. 
but they don't ever die. They just stay buried inside of us. And then as we keep adding to that, it grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. So we think that we're moving on or we, we think that we're just shrugging it off. We got thick skin, you know, yes. I'll be fine. Yes. That's not necessarily the case. No, you stuff and move on and stuff and move on. But in, in the process of doing that, you develop this, all of these trapped emotions. So you get triggered really easily and you start finding yourself snapping and reacting instead of responding to things. And you're thinking, well, that was dumb. Why did I react like that? That was so stupid. But really it's a ton that's built in there that causes you to react. It's like all the fat jokes my wife keeps telling me, you know what I mean? (laughs) Bottles up, bottles up, finally I snap and I'm like, look, I'm done with it. Okay. Well, no, do you hear what she's saying though? Because that's a good point. Like, think about it. We, I mean, loving jokes between family members is one thing, but she doesn't really, I I just, I was making light, you know, there's a lot of things (laughs) that we hear that we think that we're shrugging off that Mm -hmm. we're not, we're actually internalizing those things. Um, and they're, they're different feelings and emotions. And so what I want the viewers and listeners to understand and, and really try to dig into and, and wrap your head around is emotions are energy. Yes. Um, and so if you're sad, if you're happy, that's an actual physical transfer of, of energy right. that moves around inside your body. And the best way that I can explain it, and I'm going to, you guys know me, I, I like to dumb things down so that guys like me can understand. And then I'll allow you to expound on okay. them and, and make them smarter. I like them even dumber than he does. So, <laughs> yeah, maybe take it, maybe take it so this is, this is for the dummy class. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We like our information medium dumb. Okay. So um, basically here's how it works. If you feel sad, for example, when I was in, when I was six years old, my mom dropped me off for um, school at kindergarten. I didn't want to go. I I had really, really had a hard time going. I was crying. It just, you know, it was hard for my mom, hard for me, but I thought that was just me missing my mom. Like you, I just thought it was just a basic, simple human emotion of not wanting to leave my mom as a young kid. But we found in my sessions with you that it was much more than that. It was, you know, my mom was going through a hard time uh, at that time with my dad being sick. And so she was feeling guilty having to leave me and I was feeling her guilt. Like what's crazy is we pick up other people's emotions. This was the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around, but it also made the most sense. When other people around us are sad, especially loved ones, friends, family, um, parents, especially, we absorb those emotions. So as my dad was dying when I was a kid, my mom was feeling like sheer panic and just like, what am I going to do? I've got four young babies. And I thought, and the world would think that that was just my mom's emotions. And she was just dealing with those. And then anybody who was around her was maybe just supporting her. But turns out that's not the way it works. Turns out the people around her are absorbing those emotions, especially young, vulnerable kids. So I was absorbing my mom's emotions of panic as I was getting dropped off of school. So it didn't really have anything to do with me not wanting to go to school. It had everything to do with me living and dealing with and and embodying some of the the sadness that my mom was experiencing at the time. Is that a good explanation? Absolutely. And children absorb a lot from the parents. Yeah. Some some parents will say, we never fought in front of our kids. Then I work on the children and the children are saying, we felt that energy. Even though they didn't say it, they could feel they didn't like each other. They could feel this tension. So people think, oh, we didn't fight in front of our kids. They were, we were good parents. They felt everything. Yeah, they do. And that's, that's what has made me be extremely careful or just be, be, be aware of what I'm doing with my kids. Now, as parents, we're imperfect people and we're going to mess up. We're going to, we're going to fight in front of our kids. We're going to say things that we don't even realize affect them. So don't even try to not, it's, it's going to happen. But what you need to be aware of is teaching your kids how to work through it. 
And they see you say, I'm sorry to each other. And right. they see you kiss and make up. Yep. That's what's the most important because on the other end of the spectrum, kids have said, I thought when I argued with my parents, I mean, when I argued with my boyfriend, something was wrong with me because I never saw my parents argue. So it really is a disservice. They need to see you. You have conflict, but you have resolution with that conflict. Right. Most so, of our resolution is behind closed doors, oh. though, after, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> goes a little beyond again. kissing. What do you mean? Uh, just very affectionate What are the hugging. topics we don't talk yes. about on this podcast? Yeah, no, I heard, I heard you politics. say that before, but I'm just, <laughs> hey, I'm being an open book here. I'm just no, talking, true. you know. But I think I think there, there are bits and pieces of that, like Andrew's saying, that your kids should see, like, like I'm sorry, and, and hugging you. And I never thought about that because you want your kids to think, life is perfect. Right. You want them to think that marriage is, is, is you don't want to show them the bad. Right. And so you assume that showing them making up is showing them the bad side of it. So before we get deeper into this, I want to do something because I know I probably have a lot of people that have either a tuned out or are about to tune out because they're like, this is voodoo. This is witchcraft. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, I don't know how to internalize and feel what you guys are talking about. So I'm going to give you a very simple uh, thing that you can do right now. It's a physical test that I want everybody to do. In fact, we're going to do it here with these guys. Uh, and if you do this, and if you, if the test works on you the way that we're telling you, then I want you to stay tuned in because it's going to be basically, you're going to be able to prove to yourself. You're going to be able to ask yourself, your energy, whether what we're talking about is true or false. And if you get a, if you get a true answer, then stick around. Right. I so agree. that brings us to what's called muscle testing. Andrea, what's the best way to describe muscle testing? Your spirit always knows the truth. Yeah. Always knows the truth. So you're bypassing the conscious and the subconscious and you're going right to the spirit. And the spirit will tell you. You're so, not you're not you're not depending on this dumb brain right here and this dumb body. No, because the the, the ego will always try to keep you safe and secure in a little box of familiar and comfortable. Right. But your spirit wants you to soar, wants you to try new things, wants you to explore and, you know, create and manifest. But your, your ego's going, no, stay in this little box of familiar and comfortable. So when you muscle test, you're bypassing all that and going to the spirit. So this is basically a way to override our ego, yes. override our, our physical body in a way that it'll, our, our spirit is basically going to be able to channel our body and answer a question for us. And right. so one of the main um, things that they do in energy work, like what Andrea does, is this muscle testing uh, formula. And you can do it a million different ways. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, um, well, I'll just explain it to you. Um, Marcus, do this. Okay. Stand up. All right. And Andrea, you can chime in. Actually, I'm going to... I'm going to get it started. I'm going to let you finish it. Okay, Andrea. So basically okay. what I want you to do is when you stand there. He first needs to drink a bunch of water. You should always be hydrated or you can get an inaccurate answer. So I've drank least... about a gallon of water today <laughs> so far. <laughs> I didn't know but, that. That's awesome. Yeah, you should at least have eight ounces of water before you muscle test because if you're hydrated, it will affect your results. Gallon and a quarter. Okay, good. <laughs> so instead of trying to explain this, I'm going to let Andrew do it because she's, she's, you're, you're, you're good. So go take it away. Okay. So just stand away from the table and then just close your eyes without influencing anything and just ask your body to show you a yes. So just say, show me a yes. And, you, and just see if you want to lean forward or backward. Okay, yours that went back. Now say, show me a no.
Wow. It's not often you see backwards for yes, right? Well, his this is could be complicating okay. because I'm very complicated. Because <laughs> sometimes some people's polarities or your spirit will that will be a yes is is backwards and forward will be no. But say that's what you get every single time you say show me a yes and consistently you go back. The majority of people when you say show me a yes go forward. That's the majority of people, but there are a few people that will go backwards. If you consistently go back every time you start to to do this, you say, show me a yes, and you always go back, that's your yes. If it goes back and forth, then we need to do a whole process to fix that, but I don't think we want to do that What about that trying with some happy thoughts? Let's try okay, this. Okay, so stand up. So stand up. Now, just say, um, you just said, show me a yes. I want you to just think about something that was one of your happiest moments. Close your eyes. And see if your body wants to go forward or backwards. Like think about your kids. Think about Jack's playing basketball. There you go. Think about the track in your backyard. Think about the day you got it built. Think about being able to buy a house. See, he's going forward. Yeah. So he his polarities are off. Okay. So I can sounds, show him how to put the that sounds bad. <laughs> so that that's that's not just a misunderstanding. That's an actual He we just saw that his polarities are off. So he's not gonna get an accurate answer. He's gonna get a yes sometimes, he's gonna get a no sometimes. So do you want me to show you how to fix it? Well let me explain real quick to the to the viewers and listeners. Basically the best way that I understood this was in doing a muscle testing, you're relaxing your body, you're standing up, and you're allowing your body to just kind of sway. Our bodies naturally sway if you're not fighting it. And um, a yes answer is usually leaning forward because it's like your body and your spirit want that. You're, 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 you're grasping towards the good and your body's leaning towards the good. If it's bad, your body will have a tendency to kind of shy away from it by leaning backwards. So what happened with you, Marcus, is literally like positive is negative and negative is positive. You could just be flipped because as you thought I've about the good things. I've always been backwards. You are you backwards. I mean? I've always been backwards. <laughs> so this is actually really cool because normally going into this, so I did this with my wife the other night, Ashley and I, she, she wanted to do muscle testing. I actually, she didn't know anything about it. So I started explaining to her. Um, and obviously Ashley's a rock star. She went right into like her polarities were right on. And it was so funny because I would ask her like, think about the kids, think about, you know, um, our babies and instantly just like, falling forward. And I was like, now think about, you know, some childhood trauma and this and stuff and like way back. So you can do it with supplements too. Exactly. You can hold supplements because people take the same supplements every day and they don't realize that someday your body needs it and some days it doesn't. And some days your body wants a certain type of vitamin C and some days it wants another type. So you could even go to the health food store or whatever supplements you're taking, hold it on your chest and say, for my highest and best good, does my body want this today? I do it every morning, guys. And yeah. it's, it's, you may look, you may feel like you'd look like a crazy person, but I was taking a stack of supplements. I was taking literally just a handful of different pills because on paper, they're all good. They're all things that my body needs. But what I found out is that my body didn't need everything all at the same time and needed them staggered throughout different times. So the same, you know, um, a good example is I take ginkgo. Ginkgo's good. That's a good brain supplement. I was taking every single day um, and I felt fine, but. I didn't feel like I was a hundred percent. And so after doing the muscle testing, I'll literally hold it up to my chest, close my eyes and my body will lean forward or backwards. And this morning it leaned backwards yesterday. It leaned forwards the day before that it leaned forwards. So it tells you like, it just kind of self-regulates for you without you having to be conscious aware. The problem is once we become conscious of it, then we start trying to think about it and then we mess things up right? because our brains aren't that right. We're not that, we're not that smart. Um, so before we move on to fixing his polarity, let's try with Dave real quick to see okay. if we get a similar answer. But now I know answer. what to do. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't lean backwards, Dave. Well, do you have do you have something in here that's bad yeah. for him? Yeah. Um, 
Murphy, grab Definitely. a grab a or Alec, go into the shop and grab like some motor oil or something or some fluid. Or or even like I was saying, sugar. Like, does okay. someone have sugar on them? Find anything that's not good for you. Burnout <laughs> should have plenty in his office. But even <laughs> if you held this bottle of water, just stand up and do this. And then hold this bottle of water. Well, first say, show me a yes and show me a no, and let's see where you are. Close your eyes and just chill. Doing show me a yes. He went back, you could see. Were you thinking yes or no on that first one? He's got some reverse polarity. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's just this diesel shop. (laughs) What about? Say, show me a no. Yeah. The same. Look at that. Birds of a feather flock together. Hey, man, at least we're weird together, (laughs) you know? So that's not necessarily a false reading. That's that's a reverse polarity. That's a thing. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Sit down real quick, Dave. Um, But you could hold the water and see if you go forward or backward. So that's his yes. So the water's good. Okay. Because he got that yes. Now he's putting some candy bars in his hand. <laughs> he must really like banana laffy taffies or it could be that his polarities are off yeah. and so that's when i was saying you you have a way to fix that right so you i mean i don't know if you want me to just tell you because people will be yeah off. so we'll get into that right okay. now let's, let's do like that my so brain got really involved with those last questions it really yeah <laughs> it was a little too heavy yeah. for you so to recap for the viewers i hope all of you tried this at home just stand up and literally i like to put my hand over my heart um and close my eyes and you don't want your head to be too far back or too far forward too far forward just kind of be totally relaxed and you'll see, like, think about the happiest thing you've ever had, like the, 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 one of the happiest moments you've ever had, and you'll find that your body's going to go one direction or the other. If your polarity is reversed, then you may sway backwards. I don't want to say the majority of the people, but I feel like... Right now, we're winning. So yeah, you guys you're, are you're the minority. <laughs> typically, you guys try. <laughs> typically, people, yeah, everybody should be playing along. <laughs> typically, you should lean forward if your answer is a yes, because it's kind of your body saying, yes, I want more of that. That's good for me. And then it'll, it'll push away if not. Um, also, the fact that this is like, yeah, guys are kind of on the spot. It's, it's, you're not necessarily fully relaxed. You're in a situation where you're a little bit on of pressure this, yes, on you. Yes, so, yes, that's, and that could affect it as Another well. way to do it is you can put your arm out, just do the arm test. Um, in fact, try this. Andrew's going to do it for you. Take these off. Okay. So I just have to ask if I have permission to muscle test. Yes, you have Okay. So hold your arm tight. Okay. So say, my name is Dave. My name is Dave. Hold it tight. Say, my name is Susan. My name is Susan. Hold it tight. He's off. He's off. He's off, right? <laughs> we have to, we have to fix so him. I'm trying to be on. I'm trying <laughs> to be on. <laughs> the, pro- the problem is Dave has a very unique personality, and Dave... Dave, Dave, Dave embodies truth, I think, better than most people. And so I think try his body's probably overthinking some of these questions. Try, try, try it with Marcus. I might be in the same boat. Let's try it. <laughs> yes, you can muscle test. Okay. Guys, this is meant to be a hands-on tutorial. This is meant to be like, do this at home. You don't have to have an Android right there with you. You can literally do it yourself, or you can have somebody help move your arm around. So just pay attention. Okay, show me a yes. Take that. Show me a yes. Okay, you're Am I supposed to fight no, it? No. Okay. Now say, show me a no. Show me a no. The goal is just to keep your arm in the same place. 
whether it, whether it's fighting or not, you just keep your arm in the same Am spot. Am I supposed to try to like not let her push? No, you're just keeping it. You can tell that one went easier and one didn't, right? Okay. So say, show me a yes. Show me a yes. Show me a no. Show me a no. You're, you're thinking too much. I'm thinking way too much. <laughs> Try, hold on. Okay, just Kids, get over here. <laughs> you're not. You're not really. Re, you're like kind of resisting. And you're I did not, shoulders today too. <laughs> okay, just a little bit. Resist me a okay. little bit. Show me a yes. Show me a yes. Okay, that was a little tight. Now say show me a no. Show me a no. Did you feel the difference? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Now it's so getting out of your own head a little bit. It'll yeah. take you a second. This is totally normal. But basically, Andrew is finding that his body. Stays a little bit stronger Tighter. under so a yes. Kind of resist it a little. Mm -hmm. So just resist it. Okay, so say my name is what? My name is Marcus. Hold it tight. Okay, you can feel that. Now say my name is Julie. My name is Julie. <laughs> How about that? you could that? feel a difference, right? Yeah. And you were holding with pretty much the same amount of strength, right? Yes. So there we go. That's muscle testing <laughs> in, at the basics of muscle <laughs> testing. Um, I like I like the arm test because that's a good one for me. That's especially guys that work out and stuff. Like we, you know, we think arms are big and strong. There's been moments where you hit me with a negative question and my arms like just yeah, just a feather. it can't hold it. No, it, it can't hold it. it. It won't hold mm -hmm. because your body. Basically, what's happening? Best way to explain that is your body. If it's a negative or it's a lie or if it's a negative energy, it's not going to produce strength. Right. 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 And clarity. Right. It's going to produce. It's going to produce a lack of connection somewhere. Yes. So best way to explain that. Um, so hopefully you guys are, are muscle testing at home. Now, um, with that said, I want you to either pause the tape and muscle test and ask yourself if what we're talking about is true or false or if it's good or bad, right? Is that a good thing to ask? It's a fair yeah, thing to ask? Well, you can just say, is this true? Yeah. How much of what they're saying is true? And whatever your yes is, whether it's yeah. strength or, or lean, whichever way, um, you'll know that that is an actual you know, good way to do it. Or if you have something by you, whether it be like a sugary drink, something that you know is not good for your body, grab that and hold it to you and see which way your body sways. Right. So there's a million different ways to muscle test, but this is muscle testing is kind of like the key um, component of what you do, right? Well, I feel like for myself, intuitively, I get that hit first. Like all of us have intuitiveness, all of us do. But when we ignore that first impression that we get, we hear less and less and less. Yeah. But if you start acting on your first impression, if it's good, you know, it's not going to harm anyone. Right. And you act on that first impression, it's usually from God. Yeah. But when you, the second impression is usually you going, was that me or was that God? You know, yeah. am I making that up or is that really God? And then the third impression is just confusion. And then you don't do it because you've just overthinked, overanalyzed it too much. Right. But if people follow their first impression intuitively, that's your third eye, your spiritual eye. That's where you get that first impression. If you ignore that, it goes to your second brain, your gut, and you kind of get that pit in your tummy like, mm -hmm. oh, I felt that impression. I ignored it. And now you have that pit in your gut like, oh, yeah. now I knew I should have listened. So you really, muscle testing is like a second witness to what you already know. Right. So it's like saying, yeah, oh, I got a yes twice. Well, well I have a what you already know could be dimmed down a little bit if you've been ignoring it. Exactly. Yes. So my question, we know that these are usually bad for you. Yeah. But I do intermittent fasting, so I haven't eaten anything 
since oh, yesterday. Oh, that so would make it. So my blood sugar could be low. Yes. So Thank even you though for my, saying that. Even though my mind is telling me these are bad for me, my body may Say, really yes, need you this. need something. You need some of your blood sugars off. That was good. Hey? Well, thank, look how smart I had to dig you deep. are. I had to dig deep. <laughs> you did. You are smart. You're not dumb. <laughs> 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 That's good. I'm the dumb one. <laughs> but back to being the dumb one. <laughs> one man up on the totem pole. <laughs> yeah. No, but Sheesh. you get it now. Like, you know, like, and I don't think you would have been able to do that process of deduction without following like your gut. See, like she yes. was saying. Yeah. You got that intuitive yeah. hit that said, this is why my body did that. And yeah. he listened. So that was yep. good. You want to split a Laffy Taffy? <laughs> <laughs> so intuition is not, intuition is not something that should be ignored. And it's not something that only certain people have. We no, all have all intuition. All of us have it. Because we all have the light of Christ in us. Yes, all of us. Exactly. So, so the intuition is basically, if you were to have to explain it, would you say it's your spirit? Yes. Yes. Telling you. Yeah. This is this is this this is that, yeah. and your spirit's connected to God. Yeah. So I've that. got a question. So I think a lot of like you know uh, God fearing people would kind of look at this a little bit weird, but I've heard you mention Christ and God uh, a couple times now, and I, I at first I was like this could be a little bit weird. I'm not gonna lie, right? Right. But now hearing you explain it, it's less like voodooish and more like Practical. spiritual. Right. It's, it's, it's spiritual and it's practical because yeah. you can actually, the, for me, the muscle testing is the practical side of it. It's, it's really seeing like, oh my gosh, this, I, I, can, I can actually get an answer to a yes or no question. I can see right and wrong and prove it to myself, get a second witness in a matter of seconds. That's huge because if, you know, you're not going to muscle test everything in your life. Hopefully we get to the point where we're all in tune enough that we're, you don't need we're, a second we're, Exactly. We're, we're, we're going off of what our, our intuition says. But if there's ever a time, like for me, I don't know. My brain cannot fully wrap my head around uh, the supplements that I take. And so I need that second witness of take this, don't take that. But you don't want to take it like to a slot machine no, <laughs> and no. say, is this going to make me a million dollars? Is this? Or you don't want to say, is my baby a boy or a girl? Or you don't want to ask it for things that are not pertaining spiritually. It's for your highest and for best good. For your highest and best good. No so that's, that's one thing you hear us say over and over, highest and best good. And you're also going to hear us say your higher self. Now, you can say higher self. You can say, you know, the universal energy. You can put in whatever you want. But really, there's a power without, outside of ourselves that's greater than us is what we're tapping into. Is your higher self, is that your spirit or is that God? It's your spirit. And your spirit is directly connected to God. Correct. So technically, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a portal to God. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so this is, this is all, we all grow up hearing about God. We all grow up hearing about our spirits and our souls and our bodies and stuff like that. But what I don't think we understand, especially our age group, we, wouldn't, we were never taught that you can actually affect one of the other individually through different practices. I've always taught that, or I've always been taught that, you know, you go to church and you pray and you do what you're supposed to do and your spirit will just grow and be okay. But I think there's way more to it than that. There's actually spiritual exercises that you can do, and there's spiritual work that you can do in the form of energy work and these other things that's actually more, to me, more valuable than hitting the gym every day straight for years. Um, and so that's what I want the viewers and listeners to understand is we're going to give you an opportunity, and we're going to teach you the basics of how to work out your spirit. Right. And if you work out your spirit, all of a sudden everything else falls into place. Right, because... Right? Everything in the life is any, I mean, everything in this whole world is made of energy. Everything is. And where does the energy come from? 
God, right. from Christ. I mean, they are the light. So all the plants, everything in nature is made with the same matter we're made out of. Yeah. So that's why when we go into nature, we feel a connection because we're made with that same matter. Yeah. And it's positive. Everything in nature is positive. It's all working in harmony together. We all crave that. But sometimes, you know, you'll crave, um, well, let me put it this way. Your body is mostly made of water, yeah. and water is a conduit of energy. So we all know that, right? right? So if water mostly surrounds your brain and water mostly surrounds your organs, if you're constantly saying negative, critical things to yourself and about other people, it pollutes that water around your brain and it pollutes the water around your organs. So your organs can't function properly when they have pure white water that's not unaffected by emotion. Of course, your brain's going to think more clear. Of course, your organs are going to work better. Have you ever seen that test that they do with the snowflakes? They put snowflakes yes, near, under the water. near different types of um, like bad things. Like there's, there's water that they, that they put like like satanic music next to. And then there's water they put classical yes. music to. And the snowflakes form differently. Yes, yes. Like the actual crystal of the snowflake, like they're demented and deformed and crazy looking when it's around negative things. And when it's around beautiful, you know, uplifting things, the snowflake forms differently. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's crazy. You can look it up. Look up it's the snowflake all in water. test. Yeah. But it, it, it is, do you think of that with your body? So even when my kids were going to school and they would joke, the boys, because I had four boys, would say mean things to each other in the car. And then the other boys they'd pick up in the carpool would all say mean thing to each other i would say you guys your spirit doesn't in your body doesn't know the difference between the truth or a lie do not say those mean things to each other <laughs> because even though they were being sarcastic it still formed impressions and when you hear it enough times you believe it and that's why even sometimes on cranials people will say i remember this kid said this comment to me in the third grade and then he's triggered by anybody who says anything remotely close to that right because that affected him even though he may have laughed on the outside and joked back he was sensitive to that because there was an imbalance in him yeah. that you know triggered that. And then, then the more you keep thinking that thought and the more you keep doing it, you will produce people around you that will say that to you to validate your story. So you constantly look for evidence to validate your beliefs about yourself, yeah, good or bad. So it, negative energy is a real thing, right? Oh, yeah. Think of going in a room when you've heard someone fighting and then you walk in the room and you know you weren't supposed to be there, but you can feel... It's heavy. The energy. You, you could cut it with a knife. Yeah. Or think about when you sit in an airplane and someone sits next to you. You don't even say a word, but you can feel, oh, you're a warm, fuzzy person or you're a cold, prickly person. Right. And they don't even open their mouth. Yeah. You, your, your body can pick up on it pretty immediately. Yeah, or someone's talking to you and your spirit's telling you they're, they're saying a bunch of BS. Everything yeah. they're saying is a big lie. So with that said, the energy that flows through our bodies, uh, negative energy can become lodged and trapped in different areas. Yes, yeah, called chakras. In our different chakras. How many chakras do we have? Seven. Well, we actually have 12, but we focus mostly on seven. Now, the chakra, this is where things start to sound voodoo and hippie. And this is where, chakra. when I first heard chakra, I was like, <laughs> okay, like I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a Buddhist monk, and so I don't really need to know about my chakra. But turns out your chakra is kind of like these big gateways, right? These portals that if they become blocked or stagnant, they don't talk to each other. Yeah, it's and, trapped energy. And then all of a sudden you're not your true self, right? right. You have this right. negative trapped energy in there. So what what sort of things and behaviors cause energy, negative energy to be trapped in your chakras? When you don't deal with it. When you yeah. just stuff it, move on and stuff it, move on. And you have those negative things you tell yourself over and over and over again and they get stuck in there. And then pretty soon you'll hear a spouse say it to you or a kid tell it to you. You'll hear someone else say it because it's so big in there that people are reading that energy and saying it back to you. Wow. 
I mean, most people just tell me that I'm handsome and, you know, that I'm a good looking guy. <laughs> so I must have that trapped up you inside. Do. You do. And I, I wanted to say that. that to you right when I saw you. Well, I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Marcus went through a spell of getting hurt quite a bit, like bad knees. You, you had like a few rough years. Yeah. Do you think one injury and the frustration and stress from that one injury led to attracting another? I think emotions that were in there with that injury probably led to some imbalances that made you more susceptible to injury. I same, can see that. Same thing happened. Like you were frustrated. You were pissed. When you it broke, was a when boxing you, match was the first one. Right. And then it was my teeth got knocked out. Mm -hmm. And then my foot. You wheelied over your bike. Wheelied over foot, crushed my foot, and then separated AC joint. And now I'm good. But All that energy's gone. You're you're in a better place though. You become a lot better. You become place. a completely different person. And those I think those injuries stopped because you transformed the way that you handled the energy. You weren't you were no longer just a victim, and everything bad was happening to you and attracting more. Right. right. I, that's I mean, it's a real thing. It sounds so crazy and it sounds so voodoo, but it's real. That's a real life experience that you had. Literally one after another. Like it got to the point where I was like, "What's Marcus going to break next?" Like it was just nonstop getting hurt, and so as crazy as it sounds, we attract those, those negative physical experiences. Cause you're thinking it all the time. Well, and to be on the flip side, you know, this could have been a really shitty year, excuse my language, but you know, with work and you know, everything going on, it, it had the potential to be one of those years where I'd be super bummed out and pissed off and everything was bad, but it actually turned out to be a really, really good year. You learned a lot. And That's well, not even learned a lot. Like, you know, my family spent a lot more time together. Uh, usually I work on weekends. I was home every weekend for like basketball, soccer games. Uh, we did a lot more together. We cooked together. Mm. And you saw the good in it. Yeah. Like, like I think if it was in the injury part of my, you know, existence, I think it would have been super bad and I would have been really depressed. And instead, I think like, like the whole heavy checklist thing, I think it like put me in like a good mindset and like changed my thought process to where this year it was just all good. It's because even though it could have been negative. In my opinion, what it did is it gave you it gave you the opportunity to choose, and you started choosing better for you. Like anytime Andrea and I work through something in a session, she and I know it's something that I have to do. My instant thought is I have to do this better. I have to do that better. And she's like, No, stop. You don't have to because you're not the type of person who's ever going to listen to anybody who says you have to do something. How about instead you say, I choose to do this. I'm choosing to be better here. And I think it got to the point where you were, you were no longer letting the world say, dude, you have to do this. You have to do that because that's what was causing so much chaos. Instead, you got to the point where you said, I'm going to choose to start implementing these things that I'm learning. I'm going to choose to start becoming a better person. And that started a ripple effect. Does mm -hmm. that, exactly. Right? You looked at the glass half empty or half full. Exactly. You saw I'm home. I might as well make the best the of it. glass is overflowing now. Good. Yeah. Good. But as soon as you And then choose. I drink it because I like the water because I drink a lot of water. <laughs> and then your polarity got off. So that's where Now my polarity is off. <laughs> so breaking this podcast into different segments, the first area that we've been talking about is energy work and muscle testing and kind of the basics of um, our spirit and our body and how those two are, are connected. Um, they are way more connected than anybody realizes and they're way more disconnected than, than people can realize. Um, if we break it down into three different categories, you've got your mind, body, and spirit, right? Correct. Your ego, would that be your body? Mind. Ego's your mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and then you've just got your body who's kind of mm -hmm. just this robot who does whatever mm -hmm. it, you know, it's prompted to do. And then your spirit, which is connected to God. Correct. 
if you are somebody who's new to this and you're, this is all kind of like just a whole new world to you, where do you start on, on this journey of trying to bring those three guys together? Well, your spirit always is encouraging, it's loving, it's edifying, it's uplifting, it's always trying to get you to do better. Right. The ego will always try to keep you safe and secure, like I told you. And then the body just kind of follows whatever you feed it. <laughs> you know, mm. if you feed it crappy, it, it reacts crappy. If you exercise and take care of it, it produces good results for you. So, you know, they all three want to work in harmony together, allowing the spirit to be the lead, meaning you listen to your higher self first. You always, everyone gets an impression. Yeah. And you listen to that first. So how do you do the spirit? Because I've been great in the gym. Yeah, we got a special guest popping in here, Mr. Redbeard, who has a lot to say on <laughs> yeah, this topic. I'm over there listening. I was just like, I have so much, so many questions and so many things to say. But How do you work out the spirit? Well, can I, can I first explain what intuitive cranial work is? Yes. So that you can kind of get it where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. So intuitive cranial work, there's cranial sacral therapy, which is really great on balancing the, the body and all the um, cerebral spinal fluid. When you get stressed or tense, you clench your teeth at night, and it can move your zygomatic oh, bone right. and your mandible. And so your jaw and your cheekbones. And when you clench really tight, it has a tendency to maybe just move the little sutures in your head, those little lines all through your head, just, just minute little changes. Well, when you're clenching and grinding and you're moving that and you don't and you're stuffing all these emotions, you get this trapped energy in your occiput in the back, those two protruding bumps in the back of your head and in your sacrum, in your lower back. So people will feel pressure in their neck and shoulders and they'll feel pressure in their lower back because it's jammed up with that cerebral spinal fluid and so it causes pressure there. So when you come in to get a cranial, I go through all those chakras, which are different um, vortexes of energy stored in the body. They're spinning wheels of light. And if you're um, really blocked, those chakras will spin real slow and produce less color and make you more tired and have less clarity. Okay, so, whoa. <laughs> Too much? No, it's perfect. This is, this is good. This is what I wanted to get. Just saying cranial sacral therapy is, is an intimidating word because it's there, it, it, nobody understands. Nobody. Well, because it's stuck in your cranial bones and it's stuck in your sacrum, your lower back. I, I like your breaking tailbone. it down like that. So basically, this is what you do is you help start to open those pathways in our head and in our back and, and, and allow those areas to communicate better? Yes. but So I'm doing body, mind, and spirit. I'm, I'm doing realigning the sutures in the brain, I mean on the head, and, and releasing the occiput, that pressure in the back of the head. And I'm balancing the energies, the cerebral spinal fluid in the body. So I'm doing the body. Then we do this, this, the emotional part, going through all the chakras and clearing out trapped emotions that's in there. And then you have this aha at the end when all that yuck is cleaned out, your third eye opens up and it gives you a whole different perspective. Like you see the whole picture instead of just a narrow version in front of you. And you felt that, right? I, I mean, absolutely. you came in at the first, you were skeptical mm -hmm. and you had, you had some trapped emotion in there. And we went through every single chakra. For instance, if uh, Dave had some emotions that hurt him as a little boy, it would be trapped in his heart chakra. If he had safety and security issues when his father died, it was trapped in his root chakra in the hip region. 
and the stability, and he didn't feel supported, and the stability was gone in the house. So it went in that region. Or if it was issues he had with God, it would be in the crown chakra up at the top of your head. They all have color. They all have positive and negative emotions. And so I focus on just clearing out the negative at the first. But once we cleared out all that negative and we realigned everything with you and released your occipit and balanced the energies and the cerebral spinal fluid, you had much more clarity, right? right? Yeah. And so the chakras were spinning faster, and as they spin faster, they produce more color, and as they produce more color, you get more energy and more clarity. So it's a body, mind, and spirit, cleanse and connection, all three working together, and I worked on all three. So yeah. when they're all working in harmony together, then you're you're aligned and you're good, but none of us have that time to spend on ourselves. And right. so, I mean, I guess if I could say the one thing I would recommend is spend five minutes with yourself in silence, you know, and just listen because so many answers can be told in silence. And so we don't take that time to be still and hear God, hear our higher self, hear our higher power, hear universal energy, whatever you want to call it. But, we, you know, sometimes we even pray and then we just get right off our knees and leave, you know. But to me, to just be still and listen, Deepak Chopra, who I trained under, said, prayer, I mean, prayer is our way that we talk to God. Right. And meditation is the way we hear God. Yeah. I've, I heard something once when it comes to meditation. You, you hear all sorts of different advice, and you go to YouTube, and you find all sorts of different meditations. Um, when I first started learning about meditation, I heard that you're, you're supposed to just kind of be on the bank of a river watching things drift by and but you don't and those things drifting by would be thoughts and i heard that don't touch any of those things don't grab a hold of any of them and i never really understood that concept i was like well there's thoughts that i if things come to my mind i want to at least explore it and see it and then later on i heard a better description of it and it was stand on the bank of the river and as things float by thoughts and things acknowledge them become aware of them even if you want to get on that raft and ride it for a second acknowledge that thought and then get off and then get back to a state where you can continue to see things moving by. Because the problem is if you get hung up on one thought, if you stay on one raft, you stay on it and you miss a bunch of other important things, right? right. So is that the best way to view it? If you, if a thought comes, I guess what I'm asking is if a thought comes to mind while you're meditating, what do you do with it? I just let it go. And then I come back to my breath. I just come back to my breathing. Do you, do you have to acknowledge the thought? Sometimes I do. And some, but at one time I thought, oh, I need to have a notebook because this really cool thought came in my mind. I want to write it down. But Deepak says, no, then it takes you out of the zone. Right. The best way for me to describe it is it's the, it's the energy between, it's the space between your thoughts. Mm -hmm. If you can get to that space between your thoughts, you have arrived. That is where total mm. enlightenment comes. If you can get into the space between the thoughts and you get there via meditation. Yeah. But you just see those thoughts instead of saying, I can't see the elephant in the room. I can't think about this thought. You see the thought, you allow it to go. And maybe I could say in my mind, that's interesting. And then I go back to my breath. You say, what's next? Yeah. I just keep breathing. I just keep focusing on my breath. Yeah. And, but I do a different technique, but it's just being okay with when your thoughts wander because you're retraining your muscle in your brain to stay present. Right. Did you have something you want to say, Josh? Oh, it was a while ago. The moment Let's... is far past. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. No, well, say it. Well, okay, well, what I was going to say is you were asking about um, what do we do, if we're, where do we begin if we're trying to get the mind, body, and, and spirit aligned. And I, I was thinking about myself, and I always thought uh, growing up, I was taught that the mind, the body, and the spirit are all very separate. And now I've got a better understanding where they're all very integrated. They are separate, but very intertwined. And 
one of my spiritual mentors told me because you know he was talking about how to control the mind because everybody's always got like their minds racing they can't seem to control their thoughts and he said if you try to control your mind with your mind you're always going to lose absolutely best way to control your mind or gain control over it is through the body because it's so integrated so if you want to have different thoughts and you can you can do things physically to slow your mind down like slowing your breath down and doing taking care of your body and that will actually clean up your thoughts yes make it easier to yes control. Yeah. yeah because think when you eat really crappy and you don't exercise what are your thoughts like oh they're terrible you're you know you're degrading thoughts you're saying negative things about yourself and you don't feel like getting off the couch and you feel like a blob and you just say degrading thoughts to yourself but it's because you fed your body that yeah and and you that, didn't exercise the first time that i realized that food affected my thoughts was i, I stopped eating sugar for a while and then I, I decided to eat a bunch of donuts and instantly <laughs> i was super irritable i had head fog i really? couldn't think clearly and that was the first time this was not very long ago and i finally realized like holy cow it really does it doesn't just affect me physically it affects me mentally and emotionally as well it's kind of an eye-opener it is i kind of i call it mind over mattress you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> because you could either sleep in or you could get up and go to the gym mm -hmm. right or you yep. could sleep in or you could you can meditate, but mm -hmm. either way, when, once I always say it's not worth staying in bed when you could be using that time to do something that makes you feel good for the whole day. That extra sleep will not make you feel good for the no. whole day. No, not at all. Okay. Sorry, I took, a, I took a bathroom break. And if anybody needs them, to just feel free to stop us and we can go. But, um, Andrea, the way that I like to do what we do here is breaking it down into understandable, digestible information because... There's people like me who have experienced, you know, some growth and, and I understand a little bit. There's people like Josh, same thing. He's, he's gone down, he's journeyed a little bit. There's people like Marcus who I feel like this is probably a don't understand a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively yeah. new world. That's why I love having the podcast yeah. with Marcus because he's usually the stuff we talk about here is usually he's the first time him hearing it. Um, so how are you doing? Are you I'm, absorbing I'm, it? I'm absorbing it for sure. Yeah. So the, my first experience with Andrew and I'm going to tell I was going to start with this, but I'm going to go ahead and lead into it now. Um, my first experience with Andrea was I went in not knowing what to expect. I wasn't necessarily skeptical because I'm I'm into like personal development stuff, but at the same time, I I did not know what it was. I, I genuinely thought it was a massage. I thought it was uh, she was going to scratch my head. I didn't I didn't know. You hear cranial, so I went into her office and we sat there and chatted for a minute. She's like, "Okay, go ahead and lay down on the on the table." She has a massage table. Um, and I'm used to getting like, you know, massage massages. So it's like, do I take my clothes off? Do I not? It's, she's like, no, you can stay fully clothed. Just take your shoes off. Um, and she said something to me before we started that really resonated with me, which was, she's like, do you clench your jaw a lot? And I was like, yeah, like a lot, a lot, especially at night. Um, I've taken all sorts of stimulants and stuff that make me clench my jaw even more during the day, caffeine, all sorts of different stuff. Um, and so she's like, yeah, I can see. And I was like, that's funny because even I can see there's days where I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, wow, my face looks like a little off. So that's, you can tell it's bad then. So if you ever looked in the mirror, your yeah. nose isn't aligned. Yeah, and you feel like your nose isn't right the place, or if you feel like ah, I don't look symmetrical, that's not just you seeing things. That's actually happening because you're clenching your jaw. So, one thing that I learned right off the bat was relax your jaw, quit clenching your teeth, and if you grind your teeth at night, get a night guard or something because that kind of stuff can really like. At the same time, I found out you know some of the stuff I was working with Andrea, my teeth started hurting, having all these weird like unexplained issues that didn't make any sense, and it all kind of boiled down to this right here, just this energy and this trapped like, ugh. so I lay down on the table. Um, and she says, I'm going to get a hold of your feet and I want you to just relax. 
And so she started started off by giving me some different essential oils, which, by the way, the ones you gave me last time are still on my mask because I put my mask on right oh. afterwards. And it's the greatest thing. I almost called you to be like, what is this? Because it is the most like blue sky angelic smell you've ever had in your life. I Unicorns remember. and rainbows. It's exactly what it smells like. So she gives you these different um, oils, which the oils help open different chakras, ch chakras right? Mm -hmm. um, and so using these different herbs and these different things, um, she kind of prepares your body for what she's going to do, which is not a lot. I was, I was, I was expecting her to start shaking and wiggling and bouncing and like doing all these different things. Cause I've done all sorts of different, you know, procedures, but instead she just held my feet and lightly kind of like almost made like a wave motion. Right. And, uh, Balancing your chi, your life force. Energy. Balancing my chi. I didn't know this at the time. This she's just balancing my chi, and and then and then she asked me a question. She says, "Dave, can you tell which side of your body is heavier?" And in my first session, I said, "Yeah, you know what? This I don't know how to explain this because that's a weird thing. How do you feel which side is heavier? But you can, and it's a very obvious feeling." And I said, "Yeah, Andrea, I think it's my left side." She said, "You're absolutely right." She said, "I'm feeling this huge, this huge weight on your left side as opposed to your right side." just by just literally holding my body weight, holding my legs. Uh, and then she went in to explain to me that the left side of your body is a female energy. And that's when we started talking about some and of the, the past and the past and some of the issues that I had with my getting dropped off at kindergarten that I didn't weren't aware were issues. And that's how she started down this road. And I didn't have to say anything. She literally, Andrew would say, is there, do you want to give me that thought? Like, what is that? What are you, what are you thinking right there? Do you just want to say that out loud? And I was like, well, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but I'm kind of like upset about me getting dropped off at kindergarten. <laughs> and she's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I found in there. Right. And, right. and you can, this, this is the part where don't try this at home, I guess, because you're not going to be able to hold your, hold your husband or wife's legs <laughs> and, and, and say, Hill, oh, you're heavy here. You're heavy there. This is where 30 years of training comes into play. But essentially what you were doing was what? <laughs> what were well, you doing? Well, well, I was just moving the chi, the life force energy, and trying to balance and get it to just start circulating, flowing by having you do different breathing techniques. If right. you remember, uh -huh. I had you breathe a lot, and then mostly like one guy I came that came to me was a motorcycle dirt motorcycle ride, racer. Yeah. Uh -huh. What are they called? Where they race? Uh, the supercross motorcycle. Yes, that's yeah. what he did, and he always got hurt on his left side. And every time he came in, his left side was hurt, but uh -huh. he had a ton of female issues, a ton. And he had really bad breakups with different girls and bad relationships with women and his mom. So it always got more injured on the left side because he was more susceptible to injury on that side because he had so many female issues. On a, on a female, is the female energy the left side as well? Yes. So everything left. The female is left and um, the past and the right is male and the future. So if you're a person who lives in the future all the time on what if, what if, what if, you know, you may be more susceptible to right side injuries or right side imbalances versus like regrets, coulda, shoulda, wouldas on the left, always yeah. focusing on the past. I should have done this. I, you know, I wish I would have done that. Regrets. So with my first, I've had um, two full sessions with Andrea and the first one she found, you know, left energy that we needed to work through and realign the shockers there. And the next time I went, it was the right side. And I, I could have not, I couldn't have said these things even if I wanted to. I couldn't have explained to her my, my concerns and my frustrations. I couldn't have put them into words because I didn't know consciously that they were there. She had to kind of discover them through what my body and, and spirit were telling her instead of my brain, my ego trying to protect me saying, no, you know, you're fine. You moved past that. She was able to open and tap into those different 
things that I needed to work through without me even knowing it, which is probably the most incredible experience I've ever had. And, and one of the main reasons I wanted to have this podcast with you, because um, it's powerful stuff. Being able to find things that are affecting you in a really negative way, but not knowing what they are, that's that's big. Or where they originated. Right. Because if you can figure out where it originated, you can go, oh, now I know why I do that. Now I know I react the way I do. If it makes sense in your mind, you can heal it. You right. know, From the adult perspective versus the little kid perspective that's been locked and trapped in there, and you keep seeing everything through that little child's eyes. There's not something wrong with me. Something bad happened no. to me. No. Anybody comes, this army guy came into me, and he had all his army clothes on, and he was older, and I said, what are you doing here? And he said... I'm, my wife's been coming to you for years. I just want to see what she does. And anyway, when I just started explaining it to him, he started crying. And he said, what, what the hell? What am I doing this for? What the hell? I don't do this, you know? And I said, you have all this trapped emotion in there. Now it's like, finally, I get to get this out. Yeah. And it's emotional, right? Right, very emotional. And so it, you you have these feelings that have been stuffed in there. They're really not healthy for you because you should cry. That right. is toxins in your body. So it's so healthy for you to cry. Yeah. But for some reason, men feel like it makes them wimpy or... Right. You know, and it's not, it's really, really healthy. And so it's just getting, identifying with that. So it's not, you have to have a problem or you have to have something wrong with you. But I guarantee every person in the world has stuff. Right. There's nobody as much as they appear perfect or whatever, but men especially just think that's women's things and they shouldn't, you know, all that's for women, but really you would be a better husband, a better dad, a better worker, a better employee. You know, your, your business would take off if you get these trapped emotions cleared out so you don't see it through a certain lens. Yeah. You've been seeing it through for years, but you don't even know you're looking at it that because you're unaware. So probably one of my biggest things I say is the first step you go through life, you're unaware that you're unaware. Yeah. Then the second stage of life is you go, oh my gosh, I'm aware that I have been unaware this whole time. And then the third stage is you're aware that you're aware, and that's where transformation and growth take place. Like right. when you can say, I'm aware that I react like this because of this, and I want to fix this, you know. But you don't, you can't fix anything if you don't know what's there because yeah. you're unaware. So most, I was just getting ready to talk about that part because when you said that to me uh, during my session, it really, really hit me. And so now the listeners and the people watching this, they, you are in phase two or three. You're no longer unaware that you're unaware. You are, if you're listening to this, you are learning. You are, you are, you expect more out of life or out of yourself, and so you're to the point where you are aware that you're unaware, meaning Marcus, you probably, you understand that there's a lot of things that you don't know, but I'm pissed at my mom for a few things. I want to get off my chest real quick. Okay. Is I've this where we do that? Because I got something to say. Here, yeah. pretend I'm your mom. All those years when she knew I liked mayo and she threw Miracle Whip on that sandwich. It's it's crazy though because it really is dumb I'm not, little I'm things. Not, I'm not trying to make light of it. All. I know, I know. Okay, so you're you are aware that you're unaware, and you I think you're also getting to the stage where you're aware that you're aware. I don't know at what point you become you shift from one to the other. I feel like I'm now more aware because I've I just know things that I can't deny, right? Uh, and I know that there's things that I should and shouldn't do that I just I can't. I'm aware of it. You know, I feel and like that's, it's a never ending journey. It is. For sure. You don't. They they say. Um, what we can perceive, the light spectrum that we can perceive, our reality, everything that we see is only, it's less than 1% of what's yes. out there, all yes. the, all the different wavelengths and everything. So, I mean, you can get to the point, like some of these, you know, uh, Buddhist monks that sit there in a cave and meditate for years and years, 
they're perceiving things in our reality that they're just they're so aware that yeah. it's it's scary. Like they they couldn't be around in the city because there's just so much going on, you know. Right. So I mean, I think it's just never ending. It's yeah, more and in, you go in and out of those yeah. stages. It's not just at one time. Oh, now I've made it, and I'm aware. Yeah, I'm now aware. I'm, now I'm woke. Yeah, and now you yeah. know. It's because not, you'll go back to other aspects of your life where exactly. you're unaware. There's always more to be aware of. Yes, always yes. more. So, you offer these sixty and these ninety minute sessions for people to be able to come in and do these cranial sacrals with you. Um, you don't go in one time and leave ready to go. No, it's, it's a process. It it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also, we had this conversation the other day, we were talking about uh, a lot of people that get into this actually have a tendency, I don't want to say a lot of people, but some people have a tendency to become addicted to it mm-hmm. because it's like you're doing the work for them almost, right? right? right. And um, that's also, you, you got to find balance. You, you, you can't be over here in the dark and not aware of anything. And you can't be so far over here that you know everything about spirituality, but you just rely on somebody like Andrea and her intuition to do the work for you. So the best way that we've discovered that works at least for me. And this is probably applies to pretty much everybody is you go in and you become aware of these, of these things. You, you learn about your chakras, you learn about the energy, you learn about, um, you learn that, you know, your mom dropping you off at kindergarten had, had big consequences on your life that don't have to be there that you can work through. And so learning to work through those things is very important. Um, Right now I do sessions with her once a month. Um, and then once, once I go through and do my homework, that's the biggest thing. When I'm done, Andrea says, okay, so now you need to go work on this, 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 all these different things that, that either I was oblivious to, or I was intentionally ignoring or whatever it is. And so these different sessions, I leave with my marching orders, my checklist items, which is why this is such an important uh, podcast to have here, because we want to give you guys some of these basic items that you can tap into to start getting into this world and understanding that guys, the work that you can do here, this work that we're talking about, the spiritual and the energy work. I'm just going to flat out say it's way more important than anything physical you can do at least right now, because there's probably been a long time since you've ever, it's been a long time. If, if, if not never that you've given your mind and your body and your spirit, an opportunity to come together. Right. Right. So it's very important that you listen to what we're saying and you, and you take some of these, we're going to give you a, a pretty, you know, um, decent little checklist when we're done as far as like areas where you can start. But the purpose of what we're going into right now is to help you understand how this all works. Understand that it's not voodoo, but there's actual, there's actual proof behind what you do. Right. And, and you do this day in and day out. So you obviously know. But you could remember when I put my hand on your sacrum and it felt like it was 5,000 pounds. Yeah. Right. And then when we cleared a lot of those trapped emotion in that area, like you could barely even feel your tailbone on my hand. Exactly. So it shows that those emotions weigh you down physically. And, and one girl came to me and she goes, I'm a personal trainer. I eat right. I don't eat sugar. I exercise every day. Da, 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 da. Why am I always tired? Well, energetically, she had a lot of stuff she never dealt with emotionally that was making her feel tired all the time because she was weighed down yeah. with emotions that made her feel physically tired. Right. So, so it's... You have more energy when you clear your head. Way more energy and, and probably more productive energy too. Yes. That yeah. Rather than just physical energy. Like you'll... You, mental clarity, if you... If you're going through mental fog or if you're going through a time in your life where you just can't see clearly or you feel like you don't know what the next step is, this would be a critical thing for you to do, right? This is something that mm-hmm. um, you can really kind of help clear up your future and see what the next logical step is because the next logical step is right in front of us. It's just we've kind of muddied the water uh, you know, so drastically around us that our third eye, our chakra, our spirit, everything that needs to be able to like see through and see clearly can't, 
but the damage isn't permanent. No, that's, that's no, the important no. thing to understand. And e- and even if you can't, you know, I, I'm not suggesting you come in and see me, but I have a um, Instagram on Andrea Carver Wellness, yes. and you and I just give out free meditations and free advice and things to help you think that just help you keep your body, mind, and spirit connected. Just offering it to help everybody. Like, so we can uh, collectively as an energy of the universe, all raise our vibration and be a little bit more kinder to ourselves, kinder to each other, have a different perspective and look at things differently. And I do a positive affirmation every single day. And so that I put on the Instagram. Yeah. And so, and then I also have a, a website, andreawellness.com. And there's different tools and different things that you can see on there that will help. So I'm trying to offer free things all the time just to help people that aren't aware of this, just yeah. to focus and be aware, you know? So that, that's what I was going to get into is my session with Andrea was amazing, but not everybody has the opportunity to do that. A, there's not a lot of people like Andrea. B, she's very busy. Your schedule's always very full. I mean, you can get appointments, but you got to get online and book it out. Um, and then also it's just, it's not feasible for everybody. It's just mm-hmm. not practical, but that's why... I wanted you on the show and we talked about how can we make the big, the biggest impact with what you do. And we decided that it was coming on the show and doing this and sharing some basics so that people can become aware that this is actually a thing. And then going to find you on these platforms, your website, your Instagram, um, and we'll put the tags up on the, on the screen so you know exactly where to go. But that is critical. That is like, so that's a great starting point. Not everybody has to go in for a 90 minute session with you mm-hmm. because like I said, not everybody has that opportunity, but anybody can go online. Anybody can go to your you know, Instagram and tap into some of these things and start working on it. And then it's, it's a bold statement, but they're going to feel something. Yeah. And even just creating an intent for the day, just like if you take five minutes and be still and say, what is the intent I want to create for today? And yeah. then energy follows thought. Right. And so you'll manifest that. I had a, a boy that was ADD and he was all over the place. And I knew every morning what he would do to trigger me. I knew his routine and what he did. He was all over. He was, he's just ADD. Right. right yeah. <laughs> and so I just would visualize myself in the mornings responding instead of reacting, yeah. you know, and I knew what he would do in his routine. And I just saw myself responding. I saw me handling it differently and taught, you know, and I would do that when it would happen. I wouldn't automatically react. I was able to respond because I had premeditated it spiritually first right. for the day. Then I knew how I was going to carry it out. You know, it was already in there. So I just produced it easily with right. and effortlessly. So I'm about to start creating the checklist, but before I do that, do you guys have any questions or Yeah, comments? I got one. So you said that like the, t- the teeth clenching thing is yes. pretty bad. And yeah. my son, like I can hear it as I'm yes. walking through his room. What do you do for a Get nine-year-old a kid? Guard. Get a mouth guard from the dentist and he'll make one for him. Okay. But also find out what he, what is agitating him to do that. Probably know? me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a telltale sign of things like ADD and stuff like that too, right? Yeah. I mean, he, at least for me. He's got ADD yeah. for sure. And his head doesn't shut up. It doesn't know how Never. to shut up. And so uh-huh. you just, I can talk to you about that after. But. Okay. That's why teaching, like the beautiful part about what you do, Andrea, is it works for the guy who's on his deathbed, who's 95 years old, and it works for the three-year-old baby. Oh, I've had infants. I do cranials on infants and I do a lot of cranials on children. It's insane. That, go ahead. Oh, so that's what I was going to ask you when I was sitting over in the corner there. Um, so when Heavy D was asking about uh, the your accidents that you kept getting into, 
Um, so what are your thoughts on if, you know, any sort of physical illness or injury or like the teeth clenching as being like a imbalance in energy. And once that imbalance is cleared up, then it stops. Yeah. Cause it's I, your, go ahead. Well, no, I want to hear what you It's have your to say. body. Your body's saying you've ignored me this whole time. You keep ignoring me. So I'm going to make this happen to you. And I had, I kept getting in car accidents that weren't my fault. And I, so I finally asked, what, what is the deal with this? Why do I keep getting, because, and then I heard my spirit tell me, it's the only way you'll slow down and be still <laughs> because I was laid up in bed. Mm-hmm. And so it gave me a chance to really contemplate and go, what am I doing? I'm on such fast gear. And maybe you were on such fast gear. Your spirit was saying your family needs time with you, you know? No? I spent a lot of time at home. Do you? Well, you just said I you did. didn't. <laughs> well, usually on weekends I'm gone, oh. but, uh, you know, it freed up the whole week to but be But maybe home. it was good for you to be still a little bit too, you know, but also there yeah, could have been other things. Yeah, but look at your schedule, dude. Your schedule was <laughs> whack. What do you mean? You were up all day, up all night, yeah, sleeping all day. True. So even when you were home, you were asleep. So a lot of times, like I'd work till like four or five in the morning, or I'd work three days and I'd sleep two hours, and then I'd come home, then I sleep till like eleven, and then stay up till three and four in the morning, and then sleep in again. And it was a pretty bad. So maybe like, you had deal. everything was off, and so your body was saying, "Stop!" Oh, I'm sure it was all off. <laughs> you know? Yeah, hundred percent. But anytime you have body imbalances, it is telling you yeah. you are off. Yeah, no, I used to have severe allergies. Like I couldn't breathe through my nose until I was 35. Mm. And I was just always told you're allergic. Just don't go outside. You're allergic to everything. I took all the medications, everything. And then a couple of years ago, I just started um, different uh, breathing techniques and trying to get my body back in balance. And now... Uh, now I'm not allergic to anything. I used to be allergic to avocados and bananas. Now I'm not like zero See, allergies. It is true because yeah. you're in balance because yep. your body, mind, and spirit are in harmony working together. Yeah. That's so, a good example. Um, Dave, do you have any, I know Dave, Dave stepped off the mic for a minute, but did you have any questions for Andrew that I know you kind of got, you got shunned a little bit there? Uh, no questions at this moment, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave has an interesting experience, which, so you guys, this is all public information now. We released a, a video recently about um, Dave and I's uh, accident, about a snowcat accident where Dave went off a cliff, and that was on YouTube, and people are really, really related to that. It's been, it's been one of our highest viewed videos because everybody's been through some sort of trauma, and Dave and I talked about how he almost died, but since then, Dave um, has felt and experienced I don't, it's some form of PTSD, right? Because you'll, you'll either have dreams about it. You'll have thoughts about it. It'll affect you in, in certain ways, right? Yeah, I've had some dreams, but I, I wouldn't say it's traumatic syndrome. It's more, more aware of things than I was before type thing. Like the things that are important in life are much more prevalent in my mind than, than they were at that time, I guess. Is that how you felt right after the accident? Or is it take oh, you right, some time to get there? Right after the accident, yeah, I had dreams about it all the time. So, Andrea, if somebody has a, a traumatic incident like that, um, what are the steps to, to, to working through it? I, would, I don't know if you've ever heard of EMDR, but EMDR is yeah. a really good for a therapist to take you through EMDR, and it will take out trauma in really? the brain. Mm-hmm. That's, um, uh, it's a modality that therapists okay. do. Yeah. Um, it is great for trauma. Is it mm-hmm. NMRD? E M D R. What does that stand for? It's a, like a like I heard about this the other day. Electromagnetic something. Yeah, is it? It's a whole process that you do, but it's really good for. Um, I actually know my sister was telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. it's a great one for that. Uh-huh. And so, and I think too, just don't 
don't um, suppress those emotions, you know, don't like you can't just That's bury what I that. Do best, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've got but, I got a big bottle. It's <laughs> I still got a lot more room in there, I think. But it will feel but it will it will probably trigger you in other areas that you're not aware of. And then, you know, you could be jumpy over things and, you know, just have certain things come manifesting to you physically that you didn't deal with that probably. I was way wrong. It's it's eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So it's a psychotherapy that enables people to heal from symptoms and emotional distress that are a result of disturbing life experiences. You were thinking of EMPs. I was thinking of EMPs, yes. I was thinking of electrical <laughs> magnetic <laughs> pulses. <laughs> Um, close. Yeah, close. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's the thing is there's all sorts of different therapies and modalities out mm -hmm. there available. And in pretty much every city that you're in, there's something available. So I guess any other questions before I ask her to start don't stuff, a don't stuff that like deal with it. That would be my advice. Right. Don't stuff trauma, yeah. deal with it. And I think even doing the video that we did talking about it and being open about it probably is a good mm -hmm. way to, to, to deal with it. It took us three years until we were comfortable. Mm -hmm. I think that is there's some confusion around that, at least for me and some people I've talked to is when people have some trauma or whatever, like, yeah, I just need to process this or you just need to, you know, deal with it. Like mm -hmm. when you're dealing with emotions and thoughts and, and kind of those subtler energies, I, I mean, when you say deal with it, sometimes that can be a little vague, you know, like what, oh. what are some of the like, exact like, steps Like get that professional can... help, I think, for some trauma. Mm -hmm. Really get professional help because it's hard for you to see your own stuff. Mm -hmm. And I hope you don't care if I share this. Sure. Can I share something about book. your session? Let's do it. I'm an open book. <laughs> so, when, so when your head, you're so used to listening to your head and not your spirit, you start believing your own head, you know, you start believing that. Believe is, in your own hype? Yeah, <laughs> you believe it. <laughs> and so sometimes like... When Dave would say something to me and I would say, your energy just went, yeah, you know, yep. went really tight. It was meaning that his head is thinking that, but it wasn't congruent with his spirit. Right. And so then he had to like reevaluate and think about yep. what he was saying. And then when he said it right, then this, and it just, the chi just flowed. A, a good example of that is when, when she would say, okay, um, what do you feel like you should do next? And I would say, oh, I really got to stop drinking caffeine. She's like, no, your energy, your body just just tightened up like a like a lock. Now, how about instead you say, I'm going to choose to stop drinking caffeine. And this is just one example of it. But there are things that you literally, all of us lie to ourselves. And externally, we believe it. You can convince yourself to believe something that your spirit doesn't think is Absolutely. True. And that's where in the, and then incongruency, it's incongruent. Happened. Yes. So yeah. if you have these priorities and you say, these are my priorities, but every day I'm doing completely something different than my priorities, mm -hmm. you get a split in you and so you feel confusion self-doubt uneasy irritated because you oh your spirit's always wanting you to do the priorities you want to do but you're always doing this and your spirit's always going but this is your priority you know so you feel this inner conflict inside but mm -hmm. if your priorities are aligned with with your spirit or with god and and you're keeping your word to yourself you have peace you have inner peace which is what we all crave yeah. I think that's where it can get a little uh, difficult for people because we're, I think a lot of the times, if you really sit down and think about what you think is important and what your priorities are, a lot of times they're not your priorities. They're your parents' priorities, mm -hmm. your friends' priorities, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. whoever else's mm -hmm. priorities that you think you think should have. Right. And they're not necessarily bad priorities, right. but they're not yours. yours. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it gets hard because you're like, well, these things are good. Right. But they're not yours. They're not not specific to you, and that's where I think the the art comes in of you know really tuning in with yourself and, and being still. Yeah, being still, being in tune with yourself, and figuring out like okay, this is 
what's in alignment for me, even though it may not be popular with my mom and my right. friends right. and everybody else. But this is what I got to do. I think that's where it can be a little. Well, I've even said people. to people, just get a notebook of truths, my truths. And every time you hear a truth that resonates to you, it's your spirit saying this is true. Whether Buddha says it, whether Muhammad says it, whether it's in the scriptures, whether whatever, write, get a book of truths. And you have this, these are my truths. It's not coming from anyone else. So when you hear it, write it down. And then you kind of know what your moral compass is by these truths that you have. I started making that same list, but it, uh, to me it was the list of things that make me happy because truth will mm -hmm. obviously make you happy. Uh, and so I started writing down, at first it was like events and things like things that like kind of superficial, but then it started to turn into more like absolute truths. And that's the same thing. Mm -hmm. If you can start to acknowledge and, and recognize those things that bring you peace and comfort and happiness, then you're going to start to be aware that implementing them into your life on a more regular basis is going to bring more of that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's this crazy, it's like an amplifier. You get this negative uh, feedback loop or a positive feedback loop, a negative feedback loop. You guys know what that is basically where you put two microphones too close to each other mm -hmm. and it starts to squeal. And then it goes through the amplifier and that makes it louder and louder and louder until you get this huge, like ear bursting. Marcus deals with this all the time at concerts, but at the same time that can, with a positive feedback loop, you can take something good, put it into the amplifier and let it become amplified and then come back. And then it continues to become bigger and better. It just depends on what you put into that amplifier. So that's one thing. It's a really simple, easy way for me to view the good and the bad things that I'm doing. If I do something bad, then it's going to, bring more bad, bigger and badder. Because whatever you put your focus on expands. Exactly. Good and or bad. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. And so we're never always going to be always good. Mm -mm. It's just impossible. But I have one more thing, one more it. suggestion for what people could do if they don't come in and get the work done. Yeah. So you get your mind sees in color and black and white. So you get a black notebook and just the, the, you know, those 39 cent ones, spiral ones, that's black and then get a colorful one or a white one. And in the dark, when you write your dark thoughts on there, some people will say, well, I don't want to write it down. I will give it energy. But what it's doing is it's taking it out of your head and putting it on paper. Yeah. So it clears more space in your head. So you write 10 negative things on there. That means you have to write 10 positive things on the white one, whether you believe it or not, because your subconscious doesn't know the difference between a truth or a lie. It will just store it as fact. I am smart fact I'm smart you know and it just believes it so you start writing that down in the white notebook and then eventually you start seeing you know there you have so much more on the black one and it's really hard for you to write on the white one but you just are retraining your brain you know getting new neurological pathways to get you to see oh my gosh I can start seeing this now I can put more of a focus on here and pretty soon you realize you can't think of very many things to write in the negative one because you've been putting your focus on the positive yeah. and bringing that out into, like you said, what makes you happy? What are good things about yourself? What are positive things you love about yourself? What are the things you're doing right? And just letting your subconscious and your mind and your body and your spirit all work together on seeing, getting rid of it out of your negative. Okay. So that's why I think positive affirmations are so important. So if too. I'm Joe Blow and I've just, I've just, processed and listened to this podcast, I'm thinking, wow, this is a lot. This is crazy. This is, there's a lot to take in here. I'm going to start on my journey today. And the first thing I'm going to do is I, I'm, 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 I'm unaware that I'm unaware today. I'm going to start by doing what? Today, you're going to start being aware that, wow, I re I react a lot. How can I, I do triggered. that? Do, do I do it in the morning? Do I do it? Do I, do I take a time to set aside to realize this? Yeah. So start in the morning and say, I'm going to take five minutes today to just set an intent for the day. 
and maybe realize what's an area I could work on, I can improve. And then just figure that out in the morning and just set one thing. One, so you just have one daily victory. So you're going to take those five minutes in the morning and that's going to be... St- it's going to be a little bit different than like a five minute meditation. To yes, turn your it's thoughts a self evaluation. Right? Yeah. So you're going to set an intent for that day. Is that also a time where you could, you could go through things that make you happier? They're your truths. Yeah. Yeah. Or clear yourself, you know, by, by saying, I choose to release and let go of anger, frustration, um, being pissed off, being whatever your feelings are, and then replace it with positive, just getting out the negative and putting in the positive is what I would say would be the best thing to do. So if you're going to do this on a kind of a step-by-step basis, I think the best way would probably, you know, if you're waking up, it's probably, it's best to do it in the morning. Cause that's when you're, you know, awake and clear and refreshed. Take, if you have five minutes, everybody has five minutes in the morning. I don't that's care why I said you five minutes, you have five minutes, but if you have more, take more and, and start by compiling this kind of checklist of, of items that you're going to do. So the first thing that you're going to do is just is what would be the first place? Breathe, to start? breathe. just breathe. Just focus on your breath. And on the inhale, I say be. And on the exhale, I say still. And I just do be still. Be and still. A healthy amount of breathing is about six breaths per minute. Yes. So yes. that's that's a that's a, a, a six count on the inhale, six count on the exhale. That'll put you right around six breaths per minute. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Stop. And then you go inhale. One, two, three, four, five, six on the inhale. And if you start counting that, all of a sudden you're going to feel your heart rate go everything calms down everything just becomes more clear at least for me and i think it works for just about everybody but you'll realize that if you if you count how many breaths you're doing in a minute right now the average person is probably doing like 12 to 15 Mm -hmm. we're over breathing Mm -hmm. and we're not benefiting from any of that extra extra oxygen so slow your breathing down focus on it um let's say you do that for a few minutes right until you finally realize that okay i'm here I'm, i'm 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 focused on my breath and then spiritually create what you want your day to look like yeah so, it, you know, whatever, like mine was with that little boy that just was really hard for me in the mornings. And if I could spiritually create what I, how I wanted to respond to that, or you spiritually creating what your day, you want your day to look like. And the more visual you can do, the more your cells take on that whole visual. Yeah. If you're, if you're a real estate agent, literally picture the check that you're going to get that commission check that day, the, or, or if you're a builder, picture the wall that you're going to put up, start visualize this is something that i've always done i'm not a very smart or talented person but i'm really good at visualizing things and Mm -hmm. that's why i feel like i've had any sort of success in my life is because i'm able to i'm able to close my eyes picture something that i want to accomplish and then as i'm doing that i then dump all the emotions of the what i'm going to feel when i do accomplish that on top of it and that's just like adding fuel to the fire i start to feel as if i had already closed that deal as if, as if i had already bought that helicopter and this is how i've gotten to the point where i've gotten my life because i amplify my thoughts and my 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 visualization with how I'm going to feel. I'll even sometimes play the music in the background of what it's going to sound like when I have that new boat on the lake with my family. These are, these are obviously, you what know, song did you play? <laughs> that's uh, actually, you know what? My, my helicopter song, hundred yeah. percent was UB 40. Nice. Uh, the way you do the things you do. And before I ever could ever even dream of owning a helicopter, it was, I pictured me and my family cruising around, listening to UB 40. And nice. that's it. It happened. I and mean, you did it, it. And it's an expensive thing to accomplish. Helicopters aren't cheap. And so if it worked for me, a kid who grew up with nothing to be able to afford a helicopter, I feel like it works for pretty much anybody across the board. So take that visualization moment and then really make it real to you. Experience the the emotion that you're going to feel when you do accomplish it. It's okay to feel that before it happens. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy. That's no. that's that's no, a very it's powerful implemented thing. Implemented into every cell of your body. Exactly. 
So you'll do that. Um, step three, uh, after they're done kind of visualizing their day. Then take out anything negative that you may have in you. You know, just by saying, I choose to release and let go of any negative energy you're having. Just giving your body permission to let it go, whether you do it verbally or write it down. That's a very, very important verbiage there, though. I choose to release and let go of. Not I have to, not I need to. It's I choose to release and let go of sadness. I choose to release and let go of stress. I choose to release and let go of anxiety. And the so subconscious I, goes, fact, I'm doing it. It lets it go. I think that verbiage is good because it also implies that you're holding on to it. It's not, you're not a victim. You're, you're choosing you're, to yeah, hold on to it. Yeah, whether it's conscious or not, you're holding on to it. And all you have to do is give it permission choose, to yep, leave. Choose to let go of it. No one's doing it to you. Yeah. You're just doing it to yourself. So once they choose to release and let go of these negative things, then put in positive affirmations. Okay. Then positive affirmations. I, positive affirmations are like my Whether jam. you believe it or not. And I don't like to say, like, today I'm going to do this or today. I want this to happen. I say, I am, yeah. because I am is tapping into God energy. And so when you have that God energy, it's unlimited potential. It's pure potentiality. It's like limitless potential because it's I am after God, I am. Yeah. So you're saying I'm tapping into that same energy and creating that for me. So I say, you know, I am intelligent. I'm retaining everything I study and learn and retrieving it instantly. I am, you know, capable. I am, you know, just... I'm resilient. I just say a million positive affirmations every day. Yeah. A few, uh, about a year ago on the podcast, I shared, so back in 2011, 2012, maybe earlier, it might've been 2010, when I literally had not a penny to my name and we were just recently married, I chose to record these positive affirmations and they were things like, I am this, I am doing this, I'm accomplishing this. And it was this crazy list of things that just sounded outrageous. And then I put it to some background music with Enya and I would listen to it every single day during my mm -hmm. workout. And we played that, 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 uh, audio track. And it was pretty wild because everything that I had said on it was like long accomplished. Yes. Like it was like years ago. Cause like, you spiritually created it first. And I lived it and I, and, and I told myself that it's not, this is something that I want to accomplish. This is who I am. Right. Whether I'm just waiting for reality it. to catch up. Yeah. And that's yes. kind of where, so positive affirmations. I know we've talked about that a bunch here on the show guys, but it don't works. forget that it's powerful. It's very, especially if you say I am first. Right. Uh, should people write them down? I think so. You could put that in your white notebook and you could do the you know, the other ones, the point is repeating it every single day, right. repeating it. One and thing I used to do for a while is on the, I change the background of my phone mm -hmm. to the, my affirmations, like keywords, oh, like, yeah, that's just, a great so every time idea. I look at my phone, it's just You're those, those keywords. So you just always reminded of your that's affirmations. That's great. Yep. Or put it on your mirror, write it mm -hmm. on your mirror. The thing about this work is it's, it's not, it's not one and done, one and done. <laughs> and it's, 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 it's free, but it's not necessarily easy. Mm -hmm. Like you can do this on your own with no money. You can be literally the, the, the poorest person in the world and you can still start doing this stuff to start improving your life. But you can't do it one day and then say, okay, now universe, what are you going to do for me? And just hope mm -hmm. that something shows up. It doesn't work like that. You have to continue to be consistent because it's well, 21 days to create a habit. 21 mm -hmm. days, to create a habit. There you go. So guys, if you're doing this and you've, you've started it and you've tried some of the stuff we talked about on the checklist and you've only done it for a week or two, keep going because it gets better. Marcus is a great example of that. Marcus has taken tons of stuff from the podcast that we've learned and taught and implemented into his own life. And he's in, he's in a, he's in a completely different world than he was when we started the podcast. And he's not have a microphone on him right now, but he would agree a hundred percent. Um, after they do the positive affirmations, is there anything else that you would recommend? Well, this may sound a little bit 
goofy. I love goofy. Goofy are the better. <laughs> but from a person like me that was sick all the time because I felt everybody's emotions, and I don't think we're aware that we pick up on as many emotions that we do in a day, but I like to put myself in a purple bubble. I visualize a purple bubble of protection around me so that I can feel empathetic with people, but I don't, I don't pick up on their energy. And I ask God to shield and protect me all day in this purple bubble. Purple's your crown chakra. That's you connecting to deity, to angels, to God, to your higher self, to the universal energy, whatever you want to say. But if you stay in, if I keep myself in the purple bubble, I didn't get sick anymore because I didn't pick up on everybody's emotions. It was a curse growing up, but it's a blessing now because I can, you know, I can feel your energy. I can intuitively feel what you're feeling, but I didn't want to feel that as a kid. Right. And so to keep myself, and it sounds really silly, but when you visualize a purple bubble around you and you ask to be protected and shielded in that, God does it. <laughs> Would it be, it's kind of like a purple filter almost, right? Because yeah. it allows empathy out. Yes. And it allows it allows the emotions that you need to pick up on or that you choose to pick up on to help other people in without becoming completely overwhelmed and bombarded. I don't absorb it. Yeah. That's the difference. I you don't see absorb it, it. You acknowledge it. You can help somebody. Yes. But it doesn't become yours. Yes, exactly. That's, wow, that's powerful. So do you have any other... Uh, examples of simple techniques and things for energetic hygiene other than just the, the the overall bubble but like if you're you know you come out of a meeting or a room and you're just like ah just feeling weighed down by because the, you could feel the energy yeah. in the room you so take there, it all on. could you talk to us about that yeah so you would just basically do the same thing again imagine what you picked up on there by the different people that were in that room i, I choose to release resentment i choose to release frustration i choose to release feeling agitated i too you know and then release it now here's another step further but your thymus right here produces t-cells so if you put your chin down and put two fingers underneath your thymus and you tap it it helps stimulate the t-cells so you produce more t-cells so if you stayed stressed from a meeting and that energy was in there it would weaken your immune system but if you tap that and take some really deep slow breaths while you're breathing and tapping it, it strengthens your immune system. And then you're saying, I choose to release and let go of all those negative thoughts and then put in the positive. I'm resilient. I'm, um, you know, whatever you want to say after the meeting that you, I'm free of other people's emotions, you know, whatever. Let me ask you this. Have you had coronavirus? No. Have you? Of course not. Have you? Nope. I haven't. And I, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's people who are actively trying to become better spiritually your and immune system positive. says we're in we're in this together we're yeah. doing this and we're going to fight off there's been i've been surrounded i've been mobbed by people with coronavirus throughout what we do different events and stuff nothing same here hasn't hit us because i'm a very firm believer and, and i'm not saying that if you got coronavirus you're a negative person that's not where i'm going with this i'm saying that if you are aware that what you do spiritually affects your body and your immune system it's a very powerful tool yeah your and emotions exactly and you can use that as a sword and a shield well, um, this kind of reminds me back to when you guys were talking about the chakras. Mm-hmm. I was just reading the other day about how the chakras, you know, they're, they're energy centers, but they're correlated with all the uh, organs, all, well, all the organs and your glands, yes. all the endocrine, endocrine yes. glands. Mm-hmm. And by balancing out your chakras, it actually has a real physiological effect on your body. Absolutely. It balances out all the hormones and all the other millions of other functions that your body does. We have no idea 
what it's doing, but it keeps everything in equilibrium. If because, you're, if you're yeah, because the chakras are embedding in yeah. that area, that region, all your muscles, glands, yeah. tissue, cells, yeah, organs. So it's not just a spiritual thing. It no. actually has physical benefits. And there's proof. There's evidence. Yeah, the science is finally catching yeah. up to be yeah. able to measure that yeah. stuff. There's evidence. So we've got a very powerful checklist um, today. I'm going to add one more item to it because it's something that is fascinating to me and it's, it's just kind of fun to do and it's the muscle testing. Learn how to do muscle testing on yourself. Um, just start with the basic sway test, which is uh, stand up, close your eyes, kind of just put your feet not too far apart, not too far together, just in a totally relaxed stance. And then think of your yes. Just say, show me a yes and see which and one you And you should go backwards. <laughs> you yeah. should. But, but let me say on this, just easy. If you, if you go like this, I don't know how you would say this. If you just kind of wake up, this is your brain right. buttons. You uh -huh. just kind of wake it up and you take your right arm and cross it over your left arm and then clasp your hands and bring it up under and then breathe. Yeah. And then do it again on the other side and do the other side and bring it up and then, and then breathe. You can change your polarity so he could be right and left. Okay. So that's, we're going to work on that. Why don't we do that. that one more time? Okay. We were playing musical chairs over here. If, if you got if you got a negative test or if your test was backwards, negative polarity, like what uh, Marcus and Dave did, do this. Drink eight ounces of water first. Got it. Then go like this and on your chest with and just. For those who are listening, take take your take. It's almost like a like a squirrel foraging for a nut, like right right <laughs> right above your heart. You just kind of like you're kind of like stimulating. Yeah, stimulating and kind of like, like clawing at my chest now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you take your right arm over your left arm, and so they're crossing at the wrist. Then clasp your hands and bring it up. And then the, the best way, if this isn't going too much, you take your one, one finger on one nostril and inhale like this. Hold it. Then switch sides and exhale. Now keep it there and inhale again. Switch sides and exhale. Now trade again. Now do your left arm over your right arm. Grab your wrist and then bring it all the way up through. Now do the same thing with that nostril. Inhale through one nostril. Switch sides, put your finger on the other nostril, exhale. I'll stay right there, inhale. Switch sides and exhale. And then just wake up your brain buttons one more time. And then drink that water and now see what your polarities do. I wanna see if his go different. Okay, now drink the water. Some water, Marcus. You too. I already feel the bathroom Here. really bad, Marcus. <laughs> I just want to see if it changes it, and just relax. Like, just take a few breaths. I'm feeling you a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you going all the way? All right. So now Marcus is going to stand up, take his headphones off. He's going to put himself in a relaxed state and see. I can feel the stress coming. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe. He's absorbing thing. it. He's absorbing Don't absorb it. that energy, hands. Show me a yes. Show me a yes. There he goes. Look at that. There now his goes. polarities are back on. Now show me a no. Yeah. Look at that. Wild. I didn't fake that. No, I saw. You could tell. If you would have faked it, you would have got you would have made it happen way too soon. I'm back. <laughs> but see, it was just that easy because most ninety percent of the people move forward on a yes. Yeah. You know, very few do right. that. And that's why that's a way you can correct it if it's off. Yeah. Because he got two different answers. Right. Because he when he was saying, my kids are making me happy, he went back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that showed you were off. But now you got that back together and if you get off again, then you know what to do. 
you're basically just kind of rewiring your brain. Yeah. And you can do that for Squirrel, kids. Squirrel, rattle my chest. <laughs> <laughs> but truly that is called brain gym. And you and I taught my kids that when they were little and it helped them with school. So people who have a hard time with ADD or focusing, you can do that every day and that helps you. It Actually, connects the crazy. right and left brain hemispheres. I feel, I've, it may sound crazy, but I feel more focused. It I, does. Normally, if, at this point in a podcast, I would be getting anxious to like, okay, we got to wrap this up. I feel really just calm and centered and I don't maybe my polarity wasn't reversed but like you said but it does that breathing like if you incorporated that in your five to ten minutes in the morning because yeah. it just puts your right and left brain hemispheres balanced yeah. guys this is some very powerful stuff we've got a checklist for you that's probably one of the heaviest that we've ever had it's got some very yeah you like that oh you got the laffy taffy <laughs> <laughs> over there trying to force the candy <laughs> <laughs> um, some very powerful stuff. So Andrea, thank you like so thank much you. from the bottom of our hearts. This was super cool. Um, what I want everybody to do is be able to connect with you. So uh, one more time, she's got her website, which is andreawellness.com. Um, you've got your Instagram, which is Andrea Carver wellness, Andrea Carver wellness. Um, just that the uh, at symbol, those are where you can find the majority of the, your daily offerings. Um, right. Every day I do affirmations and some, some yeah. tip. Uh, if you are somebody who wants to take this a step further, especially if you live in Utah, you can do things remotely, right? You can yeah, do it over the, I do over it the over phone. The phone. Uh-huh. Um, in person is amazing over the phone. I have not done it, but I'm sure it's just as powerful. So you can go to Andrea's website, book a session. Um, she is, she, Andrea took a little sabbatical to serve a mission for our church. And so she was gone, but now people are finding out that she's back. And people are going just nuts booking her up. So if you want to get well, on the calendar, get on sooner. And she's not like wearing feathers in her hair <laughs> right. and like in like some sort of weird dress. Like she's, you're a re- pretty normal person, which I'll be honest, just my expectations of hearing chakra and third eyes and stuff. Like I would expected someone weird. I feel like I'm having a conversation with my mom. That's the yeah. best way to explain with Andrew. Cause you are a mom and, and you've done this. You've done these practices on your own kids. I have six so. kids and 17 grandkids. Jeez. Nice. I have some practice. Yes, <laughs> you do. Um, so uh, a couple other things. If you are struggling with any sort of addiction or depression or anxieties or problems like that, that's something that Andrea is, That's you, she's very good at helping with all sorts of different things like that. So if you've tried everything and you feel like you're kind of still hitting dead ends, try this. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's one time where I would say get a hold of her, get in touch, get in front of her. And help her, you know, have her help you work work through this stuff. So, um, very powerful checklist. Very powerful woman here. Um, whether you believe in God or don't believe in God, what we talked about today will help you. Whether you believe in a higher power or the universe, it doesn't matter because all these things are truths. And as you hear truth, one thing I've learned um, even more recently is when you hear truth, your body accepts it in a way that it tells you that it's truth right? resonates. There's yes. no, there's no conflict, right? It's just, yes, that's, that's the truth. And mm-hmm. one thing that you guys should start working on is, is following your gut and your intuition. When you hit, when you ask yourself a question or if you go to make a decision, you get hit instantly with a, Hey, do this. And then it resonates. Do that. If you, if you, if you, if it's ignore, good, if it's good, <laughs> if it's good, if you, if, I mean, it, it's Peaceful. pretty obvious what mm-hmm. the if it's not going to affect anybody in a negative way, if it's like, right. but there are hard decisions that we also have to make sometimes. Um, and then take a little bit of time and make sure that you're getting the right answer. But you'll find that your gut is kind of like a second um, witness. witness to what your first intuition or your first instinct was. Final item I'm going to add to the list because this is something that Andrea um, shared with me that has completely changed my life. And it's probably a completely separate podcast that we'll get into. Go find the book, The Mind Gut Connection. It's like, holy crap. It is, I'll be honest with you, the first 
all of the chapters until the very end are very um, scientific. So it's kind of hard to read. It's not hard to read. It's just, it's not like an entertaining fiction book. It's not like you're going to be like on the edge of your seat, but it's going to show you that basically what you eat and what you're putting in your body is directly affecting your mental health, not just your energy and stuff like that. Clarity. Yeah, your clarity. It turns out 95% of our body's serotonin is stored in our gut. So that'll give you a good example of the crazy things you're going to learn in it. I have someone that we should probably bring on the show too. I just started a podcast, producing a podcast for a lady called Just Ingredients. Mm -hmm. Uh, She overcame depression through like basically what she was eating and stuff. But she would be a good one. I'd love to. Same yeah, type of thing. Awesome. I don't know if you know yeah, who she is. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, yeah. she's good. Yeah. That's one thing that Andrea taught me or t- you know, shared with me was that book. And it's been a game changer for me because we put so much crap in our bodies that doesn't do us any good. And it's not that it doesn't do us good. There's a lot of things that are going in there that are completely throwing off the microbiome in our stomach. And you think, oh, whatever. It's just my gut. <laughs> yeah, Laffy Taffy. Oh, these are good <laughs> for you. It's just, it's just my gut. No, that's not true. It's the reason why the book is the mind-gut connection that tells you exactly how connected your mind and your gut really are. It's not, they're not two totally different worlds. Okay. But if, you're, if your gut is off, how can you hear God? Right. Because if you feel crappy yep. and your mind is all foggy, how can you hear him? Yeah, yeah. Point. It talks all about people with IBS. It talks about people with digestive issues, all these different things. And it talks about where they came from and it's pretty spot on. So mm-hmm. very valuable book. Definitely a good read. Andrea, thank you so much. You are literally an angel. Um, and you've changed my life in a lot of ways. That's like, uh, I can't even explain. I mean, I don't bring people on the podcast that I don't fully, fully believe in. And we've, We've had a hell of a sabbatical here from the from the <laughs> podcast. So for somebody to to storm a comeback like this to, to inspire <laughs> inspire a comeback, you you you've made a big difference. So thank you for that. Um, any parting words? I just think if all of us collectively are trying to improve our own selves, then we'll and have self worth and self confidence and self love. We'll be able to love other people easier. Yeah. <sighs> Powerful. Andrea Carver, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And uh, hopefully you'll take this checklist and get working on it because this will change your life. Thank you. Well, thank you. This is a fun group. No wonder you guys (laughs) like coming to work every day. Well, you got a really great group. It was a great variety of stuff. That was really good. That's the best thing about it is the people that are paying attention to even.